If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. It's another week. And actually, I'm I'm really happy about it. (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) That never happens. I feel like the past past weeks I've been like, oh, God. But for some reason, today, cool. We're back. And it's time to do a great thing that we love to do. Mm -hmm. And that's shout out our patrons. We love them. We love them. We love them. We will love them forever and that's how that's how it is that's how the relationship works yeah it's a forever love and it starts immediately and (laughs) one person who i love who loves a thing i love which is actors rights Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a true champion we had a lot of actors rights issues recently that we discussed (laughs) we need our Mm -hmm. champions now more than ever so thank you for joining Caroline York. Thank you. Joining the movement. Ed Harris thanks you. Mary Elizabeth mm-hmm. Mastrantonio thanks you. The whole cast of The Abyss. The rat from The Abyss. <laughs> the rat thanks you. Honestly, that movie would never have been made if we had the champions for actors' rights back in 1989. Hell no. But They'd no. be up in arms. Um, anywho, next up we have our... Vessel heads, they are so close to our hearts, especially Sammy's heart, who just particularly loves loves love, the vessels. I love a vessel. I as love we know. She does. Um, Corinne Fleming, Samantha Housechild, Catherine Williams, Robert Pattinson. Can you believe? <laughs> can you believe he can you honestly I can believe. <laughs> I can believe, and it definitely is one hundred percent Robert Pattinson. And not in any way our friend Jenna. It's, there's no way it's Silent Jenna who there's signed no up way. as Robert Pattinson. There's, uh, there's oh, close to zero percent. I, I, <laughs> I feel tricked. I feel like I know it's probably Robert. Um, and then also Melissa Green. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Vesselheads. We freaking love you. We love you. Unconditionally forever, starting now. Mm-hmm. Starting now. Yep. <laughs> and next up, we've got the new members of Tony fucking Colette's Inner Circle. Mm-hmm. Um, an excellent, excellent place to be, uh, if I do say so myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so an, an extra special thank you to Jen Jurgens and a very special thank you to our actual hundredth patron, Woo-hoo! Gil Duncan. Woo! One. Hundred number one hundred, baby. Thanks for bringing us there, Gil, and and all who came before. Mm-hmm. So we know what that means. Wow. That means that now we're gonna start doing some freaking bonus episodes. So <laughs> if you uh, bonus episodes are gonna be for Tony fucking Colette's inner circle. So if if you want to hear them, that's where you want to be. <laughs> that's where you want to be. If you're like, hey, I listen to them talk once a week, and I want to keep doing it (laughs) that's not enough i gotta do it more 
then that circles where you want to be. And we've been brainstorming a little bit about what we want these bonus episodes to look like. And we're thinking we're going to, you know, reach out for some suggestions to Tony fucking Klutz in her circle, you know, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're thinking, you know, we might you get a little creative. You know, we're not necessarily just going to talk about horror movies. Maybe we'll answer some questions. Maybe we'll talk about a different topic. We don't know. The world, the world is our oyster. Maybe As you want an hour-long political podcast. <laughs> and there's none of those. There's none of those. Maybe you want an hour-long political podcast by us, the people who have professed to do no research and check no facts. Yep, um, very, Is that what you want? Very uninformed you in general. It, it could happen. <laughs> All you have to do is tell us, and you might you might just get your wish. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, please send us your ideas. Join up on our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. We love you all so much, and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily. And I'm too scared to watch scary movies for myself. (laughs) I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies for myself. I'm Sammy, and I like watching scary movies, so I watch them for these two. There we go! (laughs) It's a selfless act. Uh, Wow. What's up with us? Um, Oh, before we get into that, I just want our listeners to know that Emily's hair still looks fucking amazing (laughs) being platinum blonde she also looks like legolas today with her cute little buns (laughs) and it's inspiring me like my middle school crush do a legolas vibe like full full new aesthetic (laughs) honestly did you guys were you guys into orlando bloom at that time i like loved him but i think it's kind of a controversial opinion Sammy, I feel like maybe you wouldn't have liked. I think I, I think I did love him at the time. I do not love him currently. Well, currently no. it's different. I, I don't hate him. No, he's fine. I'm currently not attracted to him. No, but at, when I, well, how old are we? Like in like sixth grade, fifth grade. Yeah, a lot. A, yeah, like I was in, I think middle school. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't know. I yes, and uh, and in then it was quickly followed by Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm, right, Caribbean. Either one. I feel like I say Caribbean. In life, but Caribbean for that movie. Oh, we are Pirates of the <laughs> Caribbean. True. I say Caribbean, too. Um, very interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't say, like, we're going to the Caribbean. Right? That sounds crazy. Oh, Caribbean. Anyway. <laughs> I've never thought about that. That's so stupid. Um, but I thought he was so hot in that movie, too. Oh, at so that time hot. in my life. So hot. I feel like I had a poster of him. So embarrassing. Anyway, Emily looks like him tonight. It's really amazing. <laughs> Hell yeah, I look like our 11-year-old uh, boy crush fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did anything happen to us this week? Not much happening over here. Just working a lot. But I started watching The Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, I want to watch that. Um, is based on The Turn of the Screw, which uh, listeners, you'll know, The Turning is also based on The Turn of the Screw. And uh, Netflix is doing it m- much better. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it good? Do you like it's, it? You know, I don't like it as, as much as... Haunting of Hill House so far. I'm not done with it yet. I'm only a couple episodes in. Was Hill in. House based on another? 
the thing too, or was it original? That's the sh- the Shirley Jackson novel oh, okay. um, that it was based okay. off of. Um, but I've just got to say again that I think Oliver Jackson Cohen is. And really you know what, Sammy? And I think I, you're here's wrong. the thing. <laughs> I think almost everyone will agree with you. There's like a whole thing I like saw on Twitter the other day, like a whole like thread about people posting like videos of him pictures of me like oh my god oh my god oh my god and l- truly every single one i was like what <laughs> like, again i like think there is something wrong with me personally but i can only see a huge dork it's all i see when i look at him i can't look i don't know right. i don't right. know and here's the thing i'll say it again he is hot like i know that i'm wrong but i just don't I feel like you must have known someone in your life, maybe, who maybe. looks like him, or who was like, a dork. I just don't find is? him like, a, like <laughs> he's like so not sexual to me. I guess it's like, it's mm, like, I guess mm-hmm. he's hot, but the idea of like being sexually attracted to him like gives me the willies. That's me. <laughs> he's like willies. a perfectly fine man, I'm sure. But yeah, he his feelings would be really hurt if he heard me, a legless looking woman that he doesn't know, <laughs> that he's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Oliver, if you're listening, and you are, don't worry. I think you're hot. Yeah, Henley needs I to be the tiebreaker. Tie <laughs> I like have zero feelings about it. I guess that means I don't think he's hot. I don't know. Ooh. I have zero feelings. Interesting. I'm so neutral. I guess he knows which one of us to date. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and that's we like that as well. So Oliver, you know, you know which one of us to date. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what's up with you guys? I feel like Henley has a thing about squirrels. Yeah. (laughs) This is really well thought out. Um, No, I just feel like, hold on, we have to preface it with before we started recording. (laughs) Henley said, have I talked about squirrels yet on the pod? (laughs) I couldn't remember. I felt like I hadn't and I guess I haven't. So, okay. Since coming to New York... Uh, so many things have happened. Obviously, there's been a lot of character de- development on my part. <laughs> sure. Um, so one thing that's happened is that I have experienced a lot of really aggressive squirrels. And mm. I'm wondering if squirrels are becoming more aggressive. And I wonder if anyone else is experiencing this. No, the New Yorker squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hallie, the New Yorker squirrels. You're going to have to cut this whole thing out. It's so no. embarrassing. It's not going anywhere, baby. It's not going anywhere. No, the thing that's funny about it, Sammy, is that you're saying that as a joke, but like they actually, I can almost hear their cute little squirrel New York accent. Well, they're around people like all the time, right? Okay, they can't be getting them being this bad though. When I lived in New York before, I lived in New York for three years, and I it's gotten much more crowded since then. I, it hasn't gotten more crowded, but like something has changed with the squirrels. As a counter, though, the first time I went to New York, I was 16, which is over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and why did I? <laughs> because we're saying, the question is if their squirrels are changing over time. So it is important. It is important. What do people think? It was really recent. Oh, man. <laughs> I went to New York when I was 16. And mm-hmm. we were eating this with my family and we were eating lunch in the park and a squirrel jumped on my sister's shoulder and tried to take her sandwich. So okay. there, I, that's 
was my first impression of New York squirrels. It's a New Yorker it's squirrel. It's a New Yorker squirrel. <laughs> They, they they are like that. They're like they they run up to you and then they get up on their hind legs like they act like they're about to like fight you like, like fist I'm fight. not like fist fight you <laughs> and they like make they make eye contact with you and they approach you and it's like I I don't know I you can't you, you know you have to be like careful about the squirrels you have to avoid them. In yeah. a way that I've I've never I've never had to be worried about squirrel contact in my life. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, they're they're a fucking mess. So beware the squirrels, you guys in New York City. Beware, guys. Beware, listeners. Listeners, beware. Listeners, beware. Listeners, beware. Emily, what about you? Tell us about your week. <sighs> well, to keep on the animal theme, I suppose. Theo, little kitten boy, who you all have heard oh. about. Got out on Sunday and it's, uh, you know, I'll cut to the chase. Everything's fine. I hate my mom does this all the time where she'll start to tell a story and like it's Build good storytelling, but it's also like, yeah, like tell me everything's OK and then tell me the story. Um, yeah, uh, too much tension. Too much tension. The, the kid's OK. He's fine. He's great. Honestly, except that's the antithesis of this podcast. True. Sorry. <laughs> um, But he yeah, he got out and and uh. Joel, my partner and I were out of town in the desert, so safely, COVID safely. Um, but we're like, fuck, it, he's not gone out before, and we, sh- you know, it's close. We should just fucking come home and deal with it, and then we can go back out, which was a pain in the ass. But we drove in. Immediately, we show up. We pop. We go to the backyard. We like call his name. He pops his little head out from behind the fence. He was right the fuck there, no problems. But he's smart and sneaky and did not want to be brought inside. He was having a great old time. <laughs> she spent like two hours trying to coax him to come close enough to us that we could get him inside. And every oh my, there, oh my god, he, we, Joel was playing with him with a little toy on a string, and he would get re, he would play, come close, 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 and as soon as he would get up right next to him, he would just like sprint away and then like come back and then sprint away and come back, just being like a total little jerk. Oh, he's having a blast. Having a blast. But it was about to get dark and we're like in the middle of our fucking vacation. I'm trying to get back to the desert. So I was like, this ends now. And <laughs> he made the mistake of walking close to me and I grab i pinned him down and i was going to grab his neck scruff because that really like chills out that you like let's you able to carry cats so i pinned him down and he was like all good went to grab his scruff and he i like saw a flip switch a switch flip flip thank you mm-hmm. flip that flip that switch flip, flip that those switch. words a switch a switch <laughs> flips i saw a switch flip in him where uh-huh. like the feral cat that he once was fully came out and mm-hmm. he and also he's a little guy who's also never had his claws clipped and is like a fucking little like demon Ooh. and he turned and like started trying to scratch his way out of my hand and at this point he was still being okay he like started scratching me but I was like oh fuck but it was like it's now or never like if I drop him now we're not getting him all night because mm-hmm. he's gonna be like oh fuck this I'm out you had to commit. So I had to commit. I'm holding on to him. <laughs> Joel, I think, thought that Theo was like really fucking me up. So he was like, I don't neither of us remember exactly how this happened. He was like, give me the cat, open the door. So we like somehow hand Theo off to Joel. 
And at this point, I think Theo starts really freaking out because he's like, why aren't they putting me down? Like, this isn't how this is supposed to go. So he bit Joel's wrist, like sunk his little vampire <laughs> teeth in. Oh, no. All of this, by the way, was like way more traumatic for me and Joel than it was for him. He's, again, completely fine. Also, I'm sure like I'm a, both of us are very experienced cat owners. I'm sure we're going to get listener. I mean, maybe we're not listeners. You're amazing. I love you. But I already have had people be like, well, you really should grab them by the scruff for you. And it's like, I fucking obviously this didn't go how I wanted it to go. Like, I understand yeah, I that this was not the scruff ideal. Trick. I tried the scruff trick. I did the scruff trick. Okay, I tried, I tried the scruff trick. Um, but yeah, so he let him, we managed to like fucking throw him in the house, get him off us. We both cleaned our wounds within five minutes. He came out and let us pet him and was like, Oh, what's going on? Are we upset? Like what? Like did not care, not injured, not upset. He's fucking fine. Little asshole who I'm obsessed with. Um, but, and I'm like, fine. Everybody's fine. But Joel had to get a tetanus shot and go on antibiotics because cat mouths are fucking disgusting. Oh, my God. Guys, oh, no. correspondent Joel for, for reference. Correspondent Joel <laughs> had a true horror event happen to him. Um, cat mouths, also, yeah, they're disgusting. And like more than half of cat bites become infected because they are so nasty. So if you get bit by a cat, talk to your doctor. Um, he's going to be just fine. Everybody's fine. But it was an alarming circumstance that we that we went through. Um, that sounds very um, stressful. And I'm, but I'm so relieved that everybody's OK. I mean, everybody's OK. okay. Okay, ish. It br- honestly, it brought us all closer. We all sort mm-hmm. of understand everybody's deal mm-hmm. a little bit better. Um, <laughs> it was quite a ride. Quite a ride. Who <laughs> boy? Who boy? Well, I've got some news for you. I'm about to take you on another wild ride. I know. <sighs> I am so excited about this one. Me too. I'm really pumped. I'm I'm fucking pumped. I'm pumped. I'm pumped as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This week's movie was uh, listener chosen. Paranormal Activity Two came out in 2010. Directed by Todd Williams. Written by Michael Toad Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Toad. (laughs) Maybe. Honestly, I'm questioning every name. Who are we to say? (laughs) We obviously are bad at this. Um, <laughs> written by Michael R. Perry, Christopher Landon, Tom Pabst, uh, produced by Jason Blum and Oren Pelly, who directed the original, starring Sprague Graydon, Brian Boland, Molly Ephraim, Katie Featherston, and Mika Sloat. Those last two were from the first one, yeah? Yeah, they are. Oh my <gasps> god! Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so the the first one is maybe the scariest, true scariest for me that we've done potentially. It's stuck with me the most. It's the one I think about the most. Listeners, if you haven't listened, go back and listen to our paranormal activity episode with Jess Jarden. That was a very spooky one. Very spooky. I was going to ask that if um if you need to watch the first one in order to understand the second one i mean i'm sure you'd get you'd get spooked you'd get sufficiently spooked without seeing the first one but it does build upon the first one okay so yes good to know 
And I, I bet you have trivia related to this, but I, I'm curious to know how this compares, um, like on the filmmaking perspective and like budget from the first, because mm-hmm. this would have been mm-hmm. like a like they the first was so successful that I'm sure they would have gotten a real budget for this one, right? Which often like paradoxically ruins the movie because they all too much money and then all the creativity but, like, like the goes magic out the of it was that it it was like creatively mm-hmm. and cheaply done. It was unusual, yeah. Hello, everyone. It's our favorite time of the week, cocktail hour. We have a good one for you this episode. It is called The Big Sister. It is perfect for guzzling down if you are scared you're being haunted by a demon or if a family member is being haunted by a demon. So if that is something you're worried about, just whip up one of these bad boys. Um, The ingredients are two and a half ounce cranberry juice, one ounce fresh squeezed orange juice, one ounce ginger beer, one and a half ounce citrus vodka, a quarter ounce simple syrup, and a few drops of fresh lemon juice. Um, If you're feeling ambitious, you can also make a garnish using three to four sugared cranberries. So to make this cocktail, it's pretty simple. You just add all these ingredients to a cocktail shaker with a handful of ice. You shake three to four times, pour over a glass filled with ice, and add your garnish of sugared cranberries. Cheers! Before we get into trivia, I'm going to tell you guys about my viewing experience, because good lord. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so... uh, I did not envy this. The things that Sammy puts herself through for the good of this podcast, (laughs) I, I mean, wow. Um, okay, so I couldn't do it. Listeners as And I don't and I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't and I don't. I, I choose not to. And I don't. I I do it for you. I do it for you. But um so as listeners know, I am in Washington. Um I don't know if I've said this part, but I'm here for work and I'm in a big rental house living with all of my coworkers. So this past weekend when I had to watch this movie is the first time that they all went out of town. They were shooting in a different part of Washington. So they stayed in a hotel for three nights in a row. And on the very first night that they were gone, I watched mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity 2. I'll say again, it's a it's a big house. This is a five bedroom house. I've never lived in a big house. So I I didn't realize how many how much noise they make um it was also yeah, Sammy, the- give us a feel for the surroundings of this house okay, sort yes, of aesthetic yes, yes. of this okay, house i did the one like little silver lining was it's basically the house from the rental so i was like thank fucking god the movie this week wasn't the rental because i would have actually been so scared like you this this the the amount of fear i felt watching this movie was different from like horror movie fear for me like Mm. this is maybe what you guys feel when you watch horror movies but i was actually like i felt like i was in danger because it was also the first like storm that we've that we've had here in washington so it was like the house was making new noises and it's big i and oh my god i like I didn't think to like check that all the doors were locked until after I had watched the movie. No, and so no. after you watching had to, like, the go movie, around and lock all the I doors. I had to go through each no. dark room, turn on the light and like check the corners and make sure there's a door in every room because it's like goes out to balconies and shit. 
It was so scary. And it's like so in the scared. middle of nowhere and full of windows with no curtains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no curtains is the craziest part of this. A true, house. A true nightmare. Um, so that was it. I mean, it really added to the viewing experience, but boy, oh boy. Were you, were you kind of like subconsciously or, or consciously like planning your escape the whole time? Were you like, I could get in my car and I could just drive to LA? <laughs> like, cause that's, um, what- uh, not my, not that probably would have been smarter, but I, I do have a door in my room to outside. And I was thinking like I could run outside and hide like in the garden under the stairs Mm -hmm. that's good i have also thought about the rental every time i've stayed anywhere else since we did that movie which is thank thankfully we're in a pandemic and it hasn't been much but it scares the shit out of me and so i can't even imagine feeling like you're there i would have really lost it if that had been my first viewing of the rental that night i would have been really upset (laughs) um but okay some trivia um and yeah, we'll start with the budget. So the budget was uh three million, which is still quite low, low. Yeah, but the, low. let me remind you, the budget of the original was fifteen thousand. Oh my god. Which is so wild. I had somehow lodged in my brain that I was like it was like five hundred thousand. No, fifteen thousand dollars. The the two main characters were paid five hundred dollars each in That's the first why that one. Enough. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Hope they got paid more for this one. I I hope so too. I mean, they must have if they returned. I feel like I would have been really pissed if I got paid five hundred and it became like the most successful movie of all time <laughs> and made so much money. And I don't know if they had. I don't know if they had back end points. I hope they did. Oh, good point. Um, but so the budget on this one was three mil and it made 177 million. Um, so still a pretty great return. They, so this movie came out in 2010. The original came out in 2009. So they were, they were right on top of each other back to back. So as they were producing the first one, uh, the studio already, I think they greenlit a second one immediately because they were like, this is... This is gonna be good. <laughs> this is they gonna were, be good for us. This is gonna be good yeah, for they us. Wanted to, they wanted to capitalize on all the energy and excitement around it. Are there three? Four? There are six. Six. Holy okay. Shit. But they are done, apparently. I have not seen uh, past this one, but apparently the, the whole mythology and story f- finishes. So they're probably won't be returning to it, but who fucking knows? Who fucking re- knows? I'm sure they'll reboot it. Uh, they always find a reason to reboot this shit. They always do. But this <laughs> this trivia just really made me laugh. Um, Kevin Grudert was set to direct, but was <laughs> forced to uh, contractually forced to direct saw the final chapter instead and i just liked that it used the word force like imagine being forced to direct a saw movie (laughs) (laughs) honestly a huge nightmare for me a huge (laughs) nightmare for me but i guess they were uh, competing studios and so so they put him in a room with a bear trap on his face and made him pick <laughs> between paranormal or saw. <laughs> so wait, saw the final chapter that came out in 2010. That feels like so long ago. I, I guess thought saw was more recent than that. I guess. No, not. I remember watching saw in high school. Good Lord. I guess I remember that too. God, fuck, we're old. 
Sorry. Um, I was 16, you know, who knows how long ago. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? It was a few months. Who knows, man? (laughs) Um, And I didn't know this, but Jason Blum of Blumhouse, I, I think he produced the first one as well. But apparently he passed on the Blair Witch. And so that's like why he was like, I better fucking produce this one, which I thought was kind of funny. He's like, not making that mistake twice. Thank you very much. Mm. Um, That's all I got. So cool. Shall we watch cool. this trailer? Oh, God, I oh, just remembered fuck. we have to do that. No, <laughs> I fucking don't want oh, to, but no. I'm going to. Oh, God. This is your room, Hunter. Hey, Jackie. <laughs> Who is that? It's your Aunt Katie. So weird. I totally thought we lost it. Somebody broke in and trashed the house. Christy thought it was a ghost. I know you guys are freaked out, okay? And I'm going to take care of you guys. What's your take on this whole ghost situation? I think it's awesome. This is the freakiest thing that happened to me last night. This is the door closing by itself. You guys got lucky with that quick Holy little trailer. Shit. We got so lucky. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank God. Honestly, that's how all trailers should be. Holy Why are not shit. all trailers like gave this me, trailer? I had like chills on my whole body for most of it, even though it was so quick. That was like the most scared I've been in a really long time. I know. My heart is like going Holy like this. fucking shit. These movies are so... How do they do it? What is it about it that is like so in your bones scary? It's it's such effective filmmaking because it's so simple and it's so like it, it's just your home and like security cameras and like this could be your home. God. Well, especially now with... Well, I wonder if they get ever get into this, but with like Nest and those security cameras are so ubiquitous now too. And like, did you guys see that news article about how Amazon... Was it Amazon? Was piloting a um, security camera where it flies. It's like a drone and it will like fly around your house. Oh, God. Do you guys see that? That's awful. Doesn't that seem like why would anyone ever buy that to be in your yeah, home? Yeah, I don't. I yeah, don't. it's like you are having people over for cocktails and you're like, oh, sorry, ignore the drone. It's just my flying security camera. I guess in case you're like really scared someone's like at the door and you want to like double check. So you like send your little drone yeah, but security they have camera. cameras for that if you really need or like it. somewhere in your yeah or like somewhere else in your house i guess, I guess. If it's like your house is so huge that's what it's for it's for people whose houses are like so massive it's like keep the drone on the fucking fourth floor that you never go to right so you can like <laughs> fly it around and make sure no one's in there i don't know like wouldn't the person see the drone and just avoid it i don't know like this doesn't make any sense anyway this is very scary very scary oh no oh sammy how did you how sammy, did you do it i don't how know how you did, you did do it, it? How does anyone do it? I don't understand. I don't get it. It's too scary. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's just start. Let's just fucking dive right in. Let's dive in. Yeah. So, yep. okay, we start with the old uh, text that says Paramount Pictures would like to thank the families of the deceased and the Carlsbad Police Department. 
That's not going to get us again. (laughs) (laughs) Not dissimilar to um, how Emily wants stories told. Tell, tell, I guess the opposite of telling you that everything is going to be okay. Either way, cut to the chase. (laughs) They do cut to the chase. So we uh, are, you know, told that everybody dies. And then we cut to a family coming home from the hospital with a new baby. His name is Hunter. The mom's name is Christy. Dad is Daniel. Um, kind of, they have like a home video camera. The the person filming is um, her name is Allie. She is the like teenage daughter, um, Daniel's daughter from a previous marriage. Christy's uh, stepdaughter. They're coming in with the new baby, and um, everyone's excited and happy. There's a nanny. Her name's Martine, and they have a German Shepherd dog. Mm-hmm. The fact that you had to emphasize dog makes mm-hmm. me think that's a dog. not a good sign. <laughs> it's never a, a good sign. Dog. It's a horror movie. <laughs> They're all kind of uh, talking to camera a bit kind of like they're giving messages to Hunter for when he grows up, like, I'm your big sister, and like, I'm, you're never allowed in my room, ha ha, that kind of thing. But this is, you know, we're seeing, so obviously these are found footage films, and so that's the logic of where this footage is coming from. Um, And then Katie comes over from Paranormal Activity 1, uh, and she is the aunt. So Christy is her sister. And at the end of one, she killed her boyfriend? Yes. So and was possessed by a demon. She was possessed by a demon, killed her boyfriend. And disappeared and never to be seen again. Except for right now. It's a prequel, baby. So this happened before. <gasps> this happened before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Got it. Um, well, that makes more sense but it's mm-hmm. it's um it, it was it is kind of fun because my brain is thinking like well wait if something bad happened to her sister like why wouldn't she have an idea of yeah yeah and so but they answer that so it's it's clever i like the way that they structure this movie and wait cool. just to clarify i don't know if i missed this but so hunter the baby and then has a, a teen sister Allie. Allie, yes, who is from a, a different marriage. So oh, it's okay, her, okay. her, um, uh, half, half yeah, brother. The dad, the dad's daughter from his previous marriage. Um, and so through this home video footage, it's kind of like time is passing. We see that Hunter is getting older. He's probably, I have no idea, six months, <laughs> a year. Young. He's still, still a, baby. a baby. He's still okay. in a crib. Um, that's important. And, we see that their house gets broken into and everything gets turned upside down. Like the house is basically trashed, but nothing is gone. Mm. And so it's like footage of the daughter like filming like this is so weird. Like what happened? And they're like, this feels like really gross. Someone was like in here going through all of our stuff. And the only thing missing is that necklace my sister gave me. (laughs) Oh, God. Here we go. Um, but so this is when they decide to put in security cameras. And so they set up security cameras, one outside, one in the baby's room, one in the living room, one in the kitchen, um, and one kind of in the entryway by the front door. And outside they have a pool 
And then we get the same from same from the first movie, the the text saying night night number one, August seventh, two thousand six, one thirty seven AM and we're just going through each of those camera views just like still silent night vision dark and you're just scanning the frame like what's gonna be there it's like just that alone is scary enough (laughs) i feel like nothing ever really needs to happen just watching security cam footage is really scary (laughs) yeah um and nothing happens the first night um, and it does the thing where it like it it really sticks to like night two, night three, night four, night eight, and I'm not gonna really stick to that too well. So sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> Great. We don't mind. Great. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, So the next morning, uh, the dog we see through the security camera is clawing at a basement door, sniffing, Mm, clawing. Nobody nobody notices. This dog is really focused on this door. Oh, if I had a nickel for every time a dog clawed at a basement door. Mm -mm. You'd be rich. 
I'd have a few nickels. Rich. Rich. You you might have a dollar. So, okay, then the next night, um, again, we're, we're going through each of those camera views, lingering on each shot, and then we hear a loud baby cry, Hunter crying, and uh, Katie goes in and gets him, so I guess Katie was staying the night. Seems like she kind of, they're close, these sisters, and so she, I think, was babysitting. And um, nothing happens again. She just comforts him, gets him back to sleep. Next morning, the whole family is downstairs making eggs and bacon, big breakfast. Katie's there. Mika is there. And Mika and Allie have like a moment of kind of bonding over their her video camera because she's filming stuff. Right. And of course, we know that he films stuff in the first one. And so it's kind of like a fun little like he's getting the idea from her here. Um. And as as Mika is like in the room, text is superimposed over him 60 days before the death of Mika Sloat. <gasps> so, so scary. Scary. Ooh, it's so weird to, to just see what someone was doing 60 days before you know they die. Mm hmm. And it's really creepy to think of like Paramount Studios sanctioning that. Like if anyone actually ever thought it was real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like She says something like, thanks for, you know, watching Hunter. Thanks for lending me your girlfriend to watch Hunter, Mika. They they have like a nice family dynamic. There's like a, a perfectly average middle class family in Carlsbad. Nice, like big house with a pool. Everyone's seemingly pretty happy. And then Christy and Katie go into the baby's room to like have a moment together and Christy just says how she's still feeling pretty weird about the break-in and it like just makes her feel like really unsettled and um she says it's I feel like there's still something in me feels like they're still here like watching me and she says it reminds me of when kind of reminds me of when we were kids like Mm. that feeling we used to get and Katie Mm. kind of doesn't engage and is like oh yeah like katie doesn't seem like she wants to have that conversation Mm. um so the next day they're um looking at photos and like going through old photo albums then christy's like oh my god look at this photo i found of your aunt katie and hawk-eyed viewers will notice it is the same photo that she finds in her attic in the first one Mm. the oh so so the parents and Allie are both going out this evening and so Martine will be watching baby hunter and at night there's a a noise downstairs Martine goes down to investigate she's looking in each room she's freaked out and then there's a huge crash upstairs and hunter starts screaming and crying she um runs up to grab him the baby and the dog are both looking in, at the same spot in the room that there's no. no there's nothing there but the baby is scream crying looking and the dog is like barking and growling at this spot martine picks hunter up runs him downstairs grabs some sage and starts saging the house and she's like not a bad idea martine <laughs> and she's like in spanish like saying like prayers i suppose and 
at this moment, Daniel and Christy come home and are like, for some reason, really angry with her. And they grab Hunter and they're like, uh, Daniel's like, Martine, like, we've told you not to do this. Like, you're scaring Hunter. And what is this kid fucking like six months old? Yeah. Also, she's done this before. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. It's weird, but I guess it has to happen for the story to move forward. <laughs> but, <Fair>. uh, <laughs> but so um, he's like, no, Hunter shouldn't be breathing this stuff. Nobody should. And like, what is Sage? Like, Sage? I think it's fine. <laughs> Um, and then they fire, they fire her. They fire Whoa. Martine for this Honestly, incident. Honestly, Martine, good for you. Yeah, yes. hopefully getting out just in time. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here, Martine. Um, okay, so the next night, we hear the baby start crying. It's, it's looking at that same spot again. He, Hunter. <laughs> it. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> hunter is looking at the same spot crying christy comes in lifts him up is kind of shaking him not shaking bouncing to calm him down <laughs> sorry can you guys tell i don't know any babies it's crying <laughs> she comes in and shakes it <laughs> I'm not a baby person, okay? I don't know baby terminology. You shake a baby, right? You shake it. You shake it when it's sad. You move it around. (laughs) Um, But so she's carrying him around the room, kind of getting him to to relax. He does a little bit. She looks in the bath. She goes in the bathroom with him, and we see from our POV. The mobile above his bed starts turning. Mobile? Mm. <laughs> Mo- I don't mobile? know. I say mobile, but then some people say mobile. It's a classic Caribbean Caribbean situation. <laughs> <laughs> mobile? I think mobiles are kind of scary. Um, well, it starts turning of its own volition. Mm. And she's in the other room and doesn't see it. And when she steps back into the room, it stops. Mm. And so the spot that the baby and the dog have been looking at is in the baby's room. Yes. Okay. Um, It's by a window. And it seems that Christy is getting this same feeling and she looks scared and she approaches the window and she's staring out the window looking scared and we just sit on her kind of concentrating staring out the window for a while which all these moments are so tense just like the waiting for things to happen um and there is a loud bang on the window we don't see what it is it scares her hunter's crying again we cut to the next morning daniel scooping up a dead bird that flew into the window and he's making fun of her like oh you were so scared like it's just a bird Ooh, a running theme in these movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. Daniel's mm-hmm. just an asshole. Um, I mean, I don't know. He's not just an asshole, but he's cer- that's certainly part of his personality. <laughs> <laughs> he's more. He's more than just an Look, asshole. He's he a well-rounded more asshole. More than an asshole, but that's part of it. It's he's layered, but asshole is the layer we see the most of. Uh huh. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Christy, uh, the next night, hears a loud crash downstairs. Goes down to investigate and a pot has fallen off one of those pot hangers that you like hang above an island or whatever. Mm -hmm. The like floating pot hanger thing. 
where you hang them on hooks. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? How much do I need to describe it? Like, why are you still describing it? They get it. Like a pot for cooking the handle. It has a hole, a hook. On Imagine the bar. an S-shaped hook. Part of it's on a thing attached to the ceiling. You can get it at IKEA. You can get it at uh, Home Depot. Home you Depot. can. You see them in houses. You see them. In restaurants, you see them around. News flash for you guys. There's one at this house. Okay. <gasps> and I was not happy about that after this scene. We actually have some in our house, too. Our oh, apartment. No. Oh, no. Mm, no. Uh, so she, she sees that a pot has fallen off this rack, goes to hang it back up, and is again looking out a window, kind of transfixed looking out the window. For a while, quiet, staring, and then the pot falls again, and she, it's a big jump scare. She screams and runs upstairs, and then we cut to the next day where the whole family again is in the pool. Katie and Mika are back over, and... um. Daniel says to Mika, like, oh, haven't you heard? Like, we have ghosts now and is making a big joke about it. And Mika's like, please elaborate. And he says, yeah, a pot fell. So it's ghosts, apparently. And Katie and Christy are both like getting defensive and say, like, you know, weird things happened to us when we were kids. OK. And like, it's not funny. And mm-hmm. this was like a stressful thing that happened when we were kids. And it's just kind I of feeling just had your child. So. <laughs> so fucking don't be a dick. Then Allie, the, the stepdaughter, is kind of into the ghost thing, you know, like she's like a she's like, oh, if we have ghosts like that's cool. And she's talking to her dad about it. And he says, like, don't egg her on. She has like pregnant mommy or like postpartum mommy hormones. And she like needs we can't like feed into like she's having some paranoia. And oh, my God. Yeah. He says something really rude about like postpartum hormones. That's like. I love how doing I love how doing like the hardest thing that a human body could ever do is constantly used against women. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's always like, "Mm, that's like a weakness. And it's like, fuck you. It's insane what our bodies have to do. You would not be alive currently if this had not if this didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A woman like you would not be alive. God. Also, if you had to do it, you would collapse. You would be so, you would really, <laughs> you would be, I can't. You would hate I it. I can't. You, you would, would hate, you would hate you, it. Honestly, <laughs> you would hate it. <laughs> I can't even tell you. You would hate it. Childbirth? Ugh, you'd hate it. <laughs> you'd hate it. <laughs> um, but there is like a kind of, not tender moment, but an emotional moment where Allie says like, well, why does it have to be a bad thing if it's a ghost? And she says, what if it's mom? And it just kind of hangs there in the air for a moment. Mm. And so, and it's never really revisited again, but that's like what we hear of that her mm. her mom has died. Mm. Uh, so, okay, that night, uh, some more dogs growling at, at empty spaces. <laughs> it's really scary. And the next day, Daniel 
feels bad and basically asks Christy out on a date. And he's like, I'm sorry, I've been an asshole. And like, I want to I want to take you out. Um, so, OK, so they're going out on a hot date tonight and Allie is going to watch Hunter. But uh, Allie asks, invites her boyfriend over. So she has a boyfriend. I don't know his name, but they decide she's like feeling this this ghost thing. And so they decide mm. to play. You guessed it. Ouija. You're not uh, supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. That's not allowed. Wait, what in Paranormal Activity 1, is it? Katie who freaks out about the Ouija board or is it yes. Micah? Yeah, Micah does a Ouija board mm-hmm. and Katie freaks out because That's they were told right. yes. by someone. To a not, demonologist, I a believe. Demonologist or maybe it wasn't a demonologist. They couldn't get a demonologist, huh? They had like a they had a paranormal They had person. like a step down. A step yeah. down. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, just a step, <laughs> step down. It's just a step sideways. It's a ghost, it's a not demon. Oh, it's I, a lateral. We, we wouldn't want we wouldn't want to offend anyone, yeah, of who's course. listening. Step sideways. So a lateral, a lateral career, paranormal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Copy that. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, so they play Ouija and Allie. You know, they sit down and Allie says, "Like, what do you want, spirit? Who is here?" And the the board spells out. They're kind of like, "Are you moving it? Are you moving it? No, I'm not moving it." It spells P U S. S and huh. then she hits him and goes, oh, come on. Like, and he starts <laughs> laughing. Um, he wants pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but then it starts moving again. And now the boyfriend is like, I'm not do I'm not doing this. And she's like, The pussy joke was me, but this I'm not doing this. <laughs> and she's she doesn't believe him. She's like, Oh, come on, stop. And doesn't really take them seriously. And it spells out H-U-N-T. And then she like stops it and is like, stop. And he's like, I swear I wasn't doing that. Oh, scary. Um, then it cuts to later that night. We're seeing the timestamp. It's like 1130. We see Allie sleeping on the couch. Her boyfriend has left. And from the view on like the living room camera... We can see the basement door. No. And we see like a shadow come out from <gasps> under the door moving <sighs> towards the couch. And it just like moves on top of her. And then there's a loud bang that wakes her up. And she like sits up and looks around and sees that the front door is wide open <sighs> and goes to close it. And then is like walking to go upstairs to go to bed. And then there's another loud bang outside of the front door. And it has kind of one of those, uh, it's like a, a glass above the door. So she leans over so she can see outside outside the front door. She sees, obviously, there's nothing there. And goes to open it again to check. And goes to step outside to check. And the front door slams closed be- behind her, locking her out. <laughs> And Hunter oh starts crying oh and no. she's like, she's like banging on the door trying to get in. She can't get in. All the doors are locked. Also, I'm sorry. Can you imagine waking up on your couch? Your front door is open and you go, mm, OK, let me just shut that and go upstairs to bed. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Nope. God. That's a big nope for me. That's a huge nope. (laughs) 
Um, and then we go to the camera in Hunter's room, and he's laying in his crib, and we see him slowly get dragged, like <gasps> his body starts moving from one side of the crib to the other. Oh no! He he then like wakes up and and kind of climbs out of his crib, or maybe there's a jump cut, and we just see him walking down the stairs. Um, and he opens the basement closet. Baby Hunter How does. How do they film babies like this? He must be like, like two, right? You guys remember it. I don't know. But he's in a crib. He, but he can yeah. walk. You're still, in, you're still in a crib kind of when you can be but, Yeah, two. I feel like babies start walking. With, when they're a year. When they're like a year. I, I, around a year usually is when when the baby walks. When the baby walks. Okay, so he's at the age where he's 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 at the age where he's still in a crib, but he can walk, and he can open a door, and he walks downstairs, <laughs> and he opens the basement door. He's not like you know walking like a pro. He's like walking like a baby, <laughs> but he like walks downstairs, like waddling. I'm having a really hard time not this. The picture of this is so funny to me. <laughs> Like, we just watch a baby, like, fully walk through the house like an adult and open a door. Yeah, all I can think of is, like, those, like, animatronic babies. Same. Like, from, like, bum, Allie bum, McBeal bum, or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's exactly like that. But I but I bet it is scary. No, it is scary. He opens the closet door and is looking in there. And then the parents come home from their date and they're like, what the fuck? They're yelling for Allie. She's not there. She's not responding. And they just like pick up Hunter, who's crying again. And then Allie comes in crying and is like, I was at the neighbors. I was trying to call you guys. Like, I got locked out. Something happened. Like, the door closed behind me. I swear there's like a ghost. I think something's happening. Daniel's not having it. Definitely not buying that. And like, we trusted you. Like, you can't leave the house. Like, when you're watching Hunter, like, this is serious. This is worse than saging the house. This is worse than <laughs> saging for sure. But we can't fire you. You're our daughter. Gah! So uh, the next day, Allie's like really looking into some, she's doing some research. She's learning about ghost versus demon. And she's like, kind of, our, our, our thing, our, experiences have been you know kind of feeling like they're have malicious intent which might mean that it's a demon and she's talking to her boyfriend and her boyfriend's like well what's the difference listeners we know because we've talked about it before but i'll remind you a ghost is a person who is dead a spirit of a person a human a demon is a non-human entity Um, is much worse. <laughs> and so does that mean that ghosts don't have malicious intent? I think... Like, as a rule? You would have had to have picked a bone with that human. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's right. like how humans can have malicious intent, like, but in not, the same way. Yeah, but not, like, randomly, I guess, is the deal. Like, not for fun. Yeah, I think so. Probably not. So, uh, so a ghost could be, like... Like Malfoy could become a ghost and mm. be a bad person ghost, but he's mm-hmm. not Voldemort. <laughs> do we like mm-hmm. this metaphor? <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, I feel tracking, like, we, it's tracking do, do perfectly like it? so far. Okay, great. Then I'm done. Well, so my my main question, though, in these movies is like, OK, sure, they're ghosts, they're demons. But if there's going to be demons, can there be like fairies or something like good, too? 
to like counteract the demon? Like, why can there be like non-human evil spirits, but not non-human good spirits? There can be, Henley. There, there can be. Also, I would say, Henley, I mean, why are there whales and not, you know, like big giant birds that swim? Do you know what I mean? Like some things just are and some things aren't. (laughs) (laughs) Can we spell it out for you, Henley? (laughs) Like, you know, one thing. One thing existing does <laughs> some things are doesn't mean that something else has to. Are you are you sure though? I no, I'm not. But in my experience, in my experience, some things are. Some things aren't. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me write wait. this down. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so. So some things are yes, cups, trees, um, cups, <laughs> blankets, blankets, the things that you know, politics. Yes, those things are money. Yes, and then some things aren't. Some things aren't, which we can't even talk about because we don't. We don't. We know don't them. even know. We, we don't, don't even, even know. know. Our brains can't comprehend. That is so cool that our brains <laughs> yeah. can't comprehend yeah. what we don't even know. That's fucking cool, man. Also, Henley, though, if you're dying to see fairies, you could watch True Blood. Demons are and fairies, fairies in True Blood? They are. Mm-hmm. True Blood oh, gets crazy. <laughs> also, I feel like a lot of times, like, fairies aren't good. Yeah, that's true, yeah, actually. Fairies, I think they might be bad. Fairies are, like, mercurial and bad a lot. But I guess I guess what... But only I when they're like, spelled F-A-E. Yeah, that's the bad. Yes, that's the bad fairies. Yeah, let's take that out of context. I think basically what I'm trying to get at is that demons are really mined in our creative, like, you know, like, there's a lot of stuff about demons that's pretty fucking cool and there's not a lot of like cool stuff about like good spirits i feel like anytime something's good it's like anytime it's good it's (laughs) cheesy and bad and corny and like dumb Mm. and i want someone to like figure out a way to make it not cheesy and bad. huge insult to santa henley jeez (laughs) (laughs) also i guess there's like god and Jesus <laughs> and angels. But, <laughs> yeah, Henley, did you forget but, about God and Jesus and angels? Did, I'm sorry, Henley, did you forget about God and Jesus? God is like in charge of the demons and the angels, though. God's like a step above. Angels are like usually kind of like lame, too. You I think know? it depends on what version of demons you subscribe to. If we're talking demons in terms of heaven and hell. Right, right, right. Well, where are these demons coming from? I also don't think God is in charge of them, right? God isn't in God's charge of God's not in demons. charge of demons. Satan. Satan? Satan never heard of him. Oh, my God. Is this a religious podcast now? <laughs> I think this that is God, the like- best conversation we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> so deep um i think god accidentally made the demons i think they were byproduct of everything else he was doing oh. and then he was like fucked up and also made demons it was a goof yeah he, well if he god goofed. created everything he he did create the demons he he did create the demons <laughs> he, <laughs> he's goofed. white too you better believe he's he, white he white man he did it <laughs> oh, i love my white male god <laughs> Oh, wait, that's really that's that. I see that perfectly as a caption to like the basic bitch drinking her pumpkin spice <laughs> latte. In her <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. 
Okay. Um, okay. So did that answer your question, Henley? <laughs> yeah, have we cleared it all up? Yeah, we're clear. Great. <laughs> um, so, okay, Allie's doing her research on ghost versus demon, and she reads, if someone makes a deal with a demon for wealth or power, it may require the soul of the firstborn male. Oh, my. Uh-oh. My money's on dad. Mm-hmm. So Allie's now, like, certain that it's a demon. She's watched some of the security footage back. She sees the door closing behind her and is like, that's absolutely like there was no... Teen girls, man. Teen girls are the fucking future. Mm-hmm. They are the future. She's like, there was no wind. Um, She is like, maybe Martine, w- Martine was right and there's a fucking demon. Christy is also getting like more freaked out and she brings it up again with Katie and says... I've been I've been having this feeling that whatever was happening to us when we were little is happening again. And Katie has a very negative reaction to this and is like, I don't want to talk about that. Mm. Like what I remember from that time is like, oh, because Christy says, like, I don't really remember anything from that time. And Mm. Katie says, I remember that you like became a different person um, that mom and dad were like so worried about you. I remember feeling so scared all the time. And she says, and I remember that the more we talked about it and the more scared we were, the worse it got. So what you ha- mm. what you got to do is just ignore it and it'll go mm. away. <laughs> is Christy older or is Katie older? I think Christy's older. Christy's older. Okay. I'm not positive, but I think so. Um, and she says, drop it or you're going to end up like mom. Don't, kn- don't know what that means. And we won't well, in this sh- movie, but maybe in later ones. Mm. Hmm. Um. So that night, or no, that day. Uh, Christy is. She's just on edge. She's looking like she maybe hasn't been sleeping well, and she's in the kitchen. She puts on some uh, uh the the kettle for some tea, and she's sitting um at the kitchen island reading a magazine, and. Is just kind of looking around nervously, feeling really uneasy, and then all of the cabinets burst open at the same time. Everything flies out. It's so loud. She just like covers her head and screams, and then stands up and after it's done, stands up and screams, "Leave me alone!" and like runs out of the room. And then the kettle starts boiling and whistling and she like has to go back into the room and you can see that she's like so scared and like goes in and turns the kettle off. Um, And then we cut to her upstairs putting on makeup and Allie comes home and is like, Christy, are you okay? Like you're acting kind of weird. And Christy, it, like, she looks scared, but she's like, no, 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 everything's fine. Everything's fine. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, you're you, like, why are you whispering? And what do you what do you mean? And Christy comes close to her and says, like, if we talk about this, it's going to get worse. Like, we have to pretend that everything's OK. Like, that's oh. the only way that things will get better. And Ellie's like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, "We sorry, we can't talk about this. We can't talk about this." So she's oh, she's decided to go this this route. 
<laughs> this is definitely like a metaphor about wasp culture and like don't talk about your problems and they'll go away it when did, in fact they just get worse. It did work for the spider in my computer. Just throwing that out there. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, then we see that Allie is doing more research and she said, what if Christie's great grandmother made a deal with a demon? I've looked through her family tree and it's only girls. Hunter is the first boy born since the 1930s. Whoa. Wow. So then we see Daniel putting Hunter to bed. And as he's leaving the room, he like leaves the door open halfway, which I guess is normal if you have a baby. But it just seems like the creepiest way, the creepiest position a door could be in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like all the way open or all the way closed. Yeah. Like, why are we keeping it at this? Halfway, halfway mark. That, when I'm I was asking for I trouble, to, my door was like a little, like would be like slightly ajar because I wanted like some light from the hallway. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. too. My door, my door is always open. I think too. it is normal, but it just looks scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we see through the security cameras. It does the old like fast forwardy thing that I don't think mm. I don't feel like it did enough of in this movie because I remember that being kind of the creepiest part of the first mm-hmm. movie was seeing like the count the time the clock like just running faster through the night it doesn't do that too much but it does it here and it does it in Hunter's room where Hunter and the dog are and seeing a dog in like fast motion Ugh, like kind freaky. of like moving a little bit is like really creepy um and then we see f- from the 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 other security camera the basement door op- opening up. Ugh. Oh God! Here we fucking go. <laughs> and the dog runs, hears it, runs downstairs. This is, I think, at like three a.m. and runs downstairs. It's it's barking at the empty spot where the basement door opened. Barking, 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 and then the dog's body is hidden and like behind a wall thing for a moment. Like you just see the back half of the dog, and then you see it get dragged, like its feet are pulled, and it makes like a bad noise, a very bad noise. And no, no, no. Um, and Daniel runs downstairs and finds the dog and she's not dead. She's like, he says like something happened to Abby. Like I got to take Like, I don't know what's wrong. Like she's, she's not okay. Something happened. And Allie and Daniel take uh, the dog to the vet. And so they leave in the middle of the night. So now it's just Christy and Hunter alone in the house. Uh-oh. And... Christy is alone in the kitchen and there's a noise upstairs. It sounds a lot of like footsteps, like you hear like what could be footsteps. It's just like thuds. So she goes upstairs to check on Hunter. He's in his crib, but the light, the like night light next to his bed has gone out. She goes to turn it back on. It flickers and turns right back off. And then she is pulled from the room with an invisible force by her feet uh, we see uh, her fling she like holds on to the doorway is like no no let me go let me go pulled out we see her being like pulled down the stairs like hitting each rung of the stairs and she's like uh, no 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 let me go 
let me go, let me go, gets pulled into the basement and the oh, door God. slams. And no camera in the basement. No camera so we don't in the basement. But we don't know what's going on in the basement. Then we see the the clock moving fast again, moves forward about an hour, and then she just walks out of the basement. No. <gasps> wow, cool. No. <laughs> um the next day, Daniel is leaving for a work thing and he says something to Allie like, well, you got to please stay here and watch Hunter. Like Christy barely got any sleep last night. Like she's resting like she needs to rest. And Allie's like really freaked out. And for some reason, looks inside the basement door and sees that it's got it's like covered in claw marks on the inside. And she is like what the fuck is going on she's got her her little she's either filming with her cell phone or maybe her oh no yeah she's filming with something and she goes upstairs and we see christy in hunter's room just staring out of the window at the place where like the dog was barking before Allie moves towards hunter and christy turns around and screams don't touch him and she like Allie runs out of the room christy slams the door on her and she's like talking to the camera like something's going on like i don't know what it is like christy's not herself a a little while later she goes back up and like creaks open hunter's door christy's sleeping and she sees that she has a big old bite mark on her leg on her inner thigh that's where the demon gets that's where it gets in no No. Um. So then the dad comes home from work and he's like, honey, I'm home. <laughs> and Allie is so freaked out. She's like, dad, you can't go up there. You can't go up there. And he's like, what? Like, I need to go check on Hunter. And she's screaming and like pleading like, dad, I need to show you this footage. Something is really wrong. And I think she shows him the footage of obviously Christy being dragged by an invisible force because... After she, sh- we don't see him, sh- her sh- showing him, but after he's seen it, he he's very freaked out also. He like finally it believes. He gets it. Because we already know that Allie has like looked up the security camera footage. Yeah. Of their house, right? Okay. Yeah. Um. So. So they decide to call back Martine. <laughs> like, okay. God fucking damn it. <laughs> because she saged earlier? Is that the reason? I think they just feel like she maybe knows more than they do about ways to deal with evil spirits or something. I don't know. It feels racist. It is. It's definitely, it's not good. But Martine comes back and then we see Allie and Daniel screaming at each other like, Allie's like, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's her sister. And he says, if I can transfer it to someone that's a blood relative, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do that. And he pulls out the photo of Katie that we saw earlier. And Allie's screaming like, that's like, that's my aunt. You can't do that to Katie. And he's like, this is like the only choice we have. Like, I got to do this. Like, I'm doing it. And like, it's not up for discussion. Um and so they do some sort of ritual with this photo of Katie where they are transferring a demon to her. <laughs> and God. um 
there's like a big crazy scene where it's like almost like an exorcism type thing that's very scary and all the lights in the house go out. So now it's all like that night vision where it's green and everyone's eyes are like glowing and it's like yeah. very like handheld because now they're using the, the you know, the 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 security cameras, I guess, would go out. And so now it's all handheld, like video camera footage of it. Go, They go into the basement um, because that's I don't know where she goes, I guess. And they eventually there's like a very loud rumble, like an earthquake. But eventually it dies down and it seems like everything's OK. And Christy is back in her bed sleeping i guess the demon's gone and probably that's the last uh, we'll hear of it probably that's, <laughs> I, here's i'm sure we'll, uh, we're gonna get there but again i feel like the movies we've done in the past have dealt with us where it's like like um hellraiser where it's like just because you offer a demon somebody else yeah are they mean, satisfied right like what makes you think the demon's gonna be like demons don't have to play oh, by any rules they don't have to play by any all you did was just make it worse yeah they're just like ooh, two humans Perfect. oh my gosh we get this one too thank you so much <laughs> Um, thank you, thank you. I'll do that next, but I still sort of had some plans. Yeah, exactly. Here. Um, and so then we cut to three weeks later, and we're having another pool party. The whole fam, uh, Mike Mika is not there, but Katie is there, and weird to look at the face of someone that you put a demon upon. Well, I don't think Christy knows. I think no, I, but the husband does. Yes, he does, and Allie does. But so Christy and Katie are talking, and. Katie now says, like, have you still been having weird things happening to you? Like, how's that all going? And Christy says, no, it's been fine. Like, it's actually been really great. Like, past couple weeks, nothing at all weird has happened. And Katie says, like, that's great. But, like, kind of weird things have been happening to me <gasps> now. And so we're, like, overlapping in the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's oh. cool. Mm -hmm. That is cool. So the that's end fun. of this story is the start of theirs. Mm -hmm. um, Damn. And so he, she says, like, yeah, like, I'm freaked out enough that I actually even told, like, Mika about it. And um, Christy says, you know, you should take your own advice. Like, talking about it just makes it worse. And it worked for me to just not talk about it. <laughs> and Katie's like, okay, yeah, you're right. And then we cut to the like opening scene footage of Paranormal Activity 1 of Katie coming home because it starts with her like coming home and Mika has a video camera and she's in the same outfit at the pool party. So she comes home and Mika's That's got fun. the camera and we get the like very opening of paranormal activity one um and then it says again mika sloat was killed on october 8th 2006 and then we get the title that says october 9th 2006 and we flash back up on security cam footage in their house in christy and daniel's house empty rooms baby is crying um, Daniel is, uh, he's fallen asleep on the couch watching TV and from the security camera, we see Katie standing in the hallway behind him, staring at him and he wakes up and like senses someone. Oh, she's covered in blood also, by the way. So we're, cool. this is after she has killed Mika. Okay. Okay. So it, 
the par- the events of paranormal activity one happen within the events of this. this. Cool, mm-hmm, cool, cool, mm-hmm. cool. So okay. when the demon comes back to get them, it's because they set it on Kate. Like Katie comes back as that demon. Yes. That rules. Um, and so Daniel like senses something behind him, turns and looks. She's gone. Sits back down. He's sitting watching TV. We go upstairs. Christy is going to to get to. She's got to shake that crying baby. Shake him. And <laughs> it's like not a funny joke for all the moms who are listening who are so worried about SIDS. It's like all moms talk about is like shaking baby syndrome. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's not. It's not a joke. She <laughs> she she joke. bounces bounce appropriately. She bounces her baby a normal healthy in amount, a safe way. At safe the right way. rate in speed. Um, that, those are the same. You get it. <laughs> and um, so we see her bouncing baby hunter and then we cut back to a different view on the couch and we see katie just like walking quickly towards daniel from behind grabs him snaps his neck oh wow doesn't suffer any fools doesn't no, not take a any time no time at all not no struggle just bam done he's dead um and then she turns around heads up those stairs pounding like the same noise we've been hearing yeah um and christy turns and says daniel is that you (laughs) and we see from the security footage in hunter's room katie walks in there's a moment of her being like katie katie's again in her pajamas like covered in blood and katie like puts her arm out and with like a i guess demonic force like kind of throws Christy up against a wall but with such force that it kills her I think but Hunter's in her arms but Hunter does not die and Katie leans down picks up Hunter takes him out of the room and then it cuts to black and we get some text that says Allie returned from a school trip and found the bodies of Christy and Daniel on October 12th, 2006, Katie and Hunter's whereabouts remain unknown. And then there's... What? It's, it's, it stays on a black screen for so long. It was like the most stressed I think I was from the whole movie. Because I was like, is there going to be a scene? Why aren't the credits happening? It's 30 seconds, which is long. Ooh. It's a long it's time. A long That's time. a really long time. But then it's just mm-hmm. credits over silence. But I was really tense for those 30 seconds. Very clever. Damn. Last little last little freaking gotcha. They are doing a good job of building building like a story and a mythology. It's interesting. I'll definitely I give them more. that. I definitely want to know yeah, more. Yeah, I, I mean, kind of from what I've read of uh, reviews and stuff, it sounds like people wish they ended a little bit sooner i think six was probably too many but six is a lot but yeah i think a lot of questions get answered i do i do like these earlier iterations where it's like still quite mysterious i think Mm -hmm. as we've spoken about previously the more questions that get answered the less scary it gets that's so true True. and people forget that all the time i feel like constantly filmmakers are thinking they need to like tell the audience everything that happens and it's actually so much scarier to not know yeah i i loved that i i think i'm not it doesn't leave me with as many images as the first one did Mm -hmm. of being like scared in my bed basically 
I think there's all, I mean, it, it's interesting because the like telling over Zoom is scarier in some ways, but I think there was something to us like all being in a room hearing mm. that like they mm-hmm. can all like right. lean in at the same time you know when they heard about the first one like a camp like around the campfire uh, yeah like a little campfire story mm-hmm. um but wow fuck these movies are so scary they're really scary and i don't recommend watching it alone in a five-bedroom house that you're not familiar with on the first storm of the season <laughs> not ideal not ideal and definitely don't watch it if you're like at home alone with a baby yeah <laughs> don't do that yeah, don't do that don't do that i Ugh. wouldn't watch this movie with a crowd of people during the day i wouldn't yeah, i'm like either. i never want to <laughs> i never want to see this ever me either me either fair never and you don't have to and i don't have to sammy that was honestly so good thank you so okay. much are you gonna watch the third one no do you think you are you do you feel like excited to watch the third one or do you feel like I, you don't need to watch any more of these movies? Um, I'll watch it if we do it on the pod. I probably won't otherwise. I feel like I want to Google the mythology and figure out the whole story, but it's like that's the point of the podcast. Well, it sounds like in the 1930s, their great grandmother made a deal with the devil. Sounds And like it's it. really having bad consequences down the line. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, Sammy, thank you for going through that very tough time uh to bring us this movie and listeners thank you for choosing it because scary as hell um fucking scary as hell well listeners next week we're doing a fucking nasty torture porn movie we don't know what it's gonna be the polls are happening now um but fucking buckle up it's gonna be a doozy i am dreading it i i'm dreading i'm dreading it so much yeah it's it's gonna suck Oh. Um, I can't wait personally. <laughs> yuck! It's gonna be uh, nasty. It's gonna be so yuck is the perfect yuck word. Yuck! 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 But we're doing it we're because doing it's Halloween, it. and what time of year is better to do a nasty torture porn than Halloween? So now is, is the time. Now's the time. Um, the time. and no voices in this one so i there was a voice in the trailer wasn't there or was that just like for effect there's like demon growls that are like but so i guess we can do we could just say goodbye normal okay let's do that works for me from all of us here too scary didn't watch goodbye goodbye normal 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 Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you had as much fun as we did, head on over to Apple Podcasts where you can subscribe, rate, and review us. Um, We are also on social media at TSDW Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and Patreon. Um, Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Any movies you'd like us to do, any suggestions. Um, We always love to connect, so I hope to hear from you soon. Okay, love you guys so much. Toodaloo.